This is a Power 98.7 podcast. Now we're talking. Subscribe to Power 98.7 podcasts in iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. There's more on power987.co.za. Power Lunch on Power 98.7. It's just after one o'clock. Welcome to the afternoon if you are just joining us. You know, I always wonder where you are when you're listening to us. I always wonder, are you driving to pick up people from school? Um, you know, are you going on your little lunch break? Are you in sales going from meeting to meeting? So so maybe you can pop me a message and just let me know uh, how we are keeping you company and where you are listening to us on Power Lunch on Power 98.7. So with a population... Uh, of about 60 million people. There's an estimated 4 million South Africans who identify as deaf. However, this community faces discrimination and marginalization. So so shockingly, 80% of the world's 70 million deaf people don't have access to education. Only a small percentage of deaf individuals in South Africa are educated in uh, South African sign language and their struggles often go unnoticed. So joining us right now is journalist, publisher and editor-in-chief Vicky Abrams to discuss the deaf community's plight, access to information and the publication of the diary series of deaf people. Vicky Abrams, thank you very much for joining us today. Okay, thank you very much, Fabi. How are you? Very well, thank you. Has this been, um, I mean, I can imagine since the announcement that South African Sign Language has been added on as an official language, I, I just wonder what that's been like in the line of work that you do. Um, I think that has been a very exciting moment. Why I'm saying that because um, from 2012, you know, as a reporter, you know, we have been reporting on issues on the plight of the deaf community. And I remember even when the previous president, um, Mr. Jacob Zuma, when he was still in power, you know, when we publicized the plight of the deaf community, especially when it comes to the issue of sign language not being um you remember that it took them years to um, to have to effect it. So, um, you know, he would say that, no, they will officialize it, you know. So even now, even when the president, the current president, um, 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 said that um, he had officialized sign language as a 12th language of South Africa, it was, um, I believe it was after we had written a story about the fact that um, in our courts, we have 800 and something um, courts in our country, but we only have um, 29 sign language interpreters in our courts in South Africa sure. with one click, you know, mm. having been the only one who can sign. So I think you can see the challenge that is um, taking place in a, that that is affecting the deaf community, whereby even in the court system, we don't have um, in like sign language interpreters. We only have few um, in, in the courts. So obviously, you know, a lot of work to be done, but perhaps a step in the right uh, direction. So maybe let's start by painting a picture. I mean, I'm saying 80% of the world's 70 million deaf people don't have access to education. What is that Mm -hmm. stat like in South Africa? Um, in South Africa, from our investigations as the diary series of deaf people, we have um, discovered that even though that they do have access to education, but they don't have quality education because the sign, um, sign language, some of the sign language interpreters, they are taught 
by the lenders themselves on how to sign. So that's where the challenge is. Uh, because you can imagine that you are sitting in class and the person who's um, signing for you and is educate is um, offering you education, they cannot sign. So that's the challenge because they don't have, they don't get quality education in the, you know, in the education system. So that's where the challenge is, mm. especially in the education system. But when you look as well in the colleges, um, you know, one of the stories that you, you, you realize when you check on our website, one of the stories that we have is about the fact that um, in the colleges, they also do not have sign language interpreters um, is less. And you find more in Limpopo. Um, um, you know, in the in the colleges and even in the universities, you find it it's a, it's a challenge. Um, they don't have sign language interpreters. And not having sign language interpreters, then you know, this includes a huge part of the community. Uh, in the intro, we talked about how the struggles of people who um, are deaf go unnoticed. And so, tell me about some of the work you've done as a journalist um, in in. I mean, quite literally noticing people um, and discovering what you know, some of the stories are across the country of people who want to learn, who are curious, but just cannot bridge that divide. Okay, the stories that we have um, looked into, um, okay, when I started reporting myself as a journalist, um, when I started reporting on the plight of the deaf community, I had to go and spend a night um, with a couple that is deaf. And, you know, just to observe how they do things and, you know, to see, you know, how they listen to me. They listen to music, even though they're deaf, they love music. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I had to go with them to the hospitals, you know, and, you know, see how, you know, the officials, the nurses, the doctors relate to them. And we picked up that there's a challenge as well because the doctors cannot sign. Um, you find that the doctors cannot sign, so um, they end up being um, misdiagnosed. So in my side, on my side, I had to, you know, assist, you know, by writing just to explain to the doctors that this is what they're trying to to say, you know. So you can imagine if there's no one who can assist them, what happens? So and the other issues that we've identified is the high rate of HIV AIDS in the deaf community, a high pregnancy rate, and whereby women, the deaf women, when they are pregnant, they don't tell you, they will not tell you um, who, I mean, who impregnated them. Mm. They don't even tell you that um, who's the father of their children. So it shows that there's something that is going wrong there because if a woman cannot tell you that who's the father of the child, it's a problem. Um, in some cases, it could be that, you know, there was the relationship was not good. But when you find out that in a certain community, each and every woman, they don't want to divulge who impregnated them. Some of them, they don't even know who's the father of their children. So, and the other issues that we've identified is that, um, in the police um, system, like a, a deaf woman will be raped. When they go to the police stations, um, they cannot assist them because the police, you find out that some of our police, the police cannot sign. Why I'm saying that we send a media inquiry as well to the police to say, tell us, if you are saying that um, you have sign language interpreters, tell us the stations where they are so that we can be able to say that you are assisting them. That's a problem because now when they go there to the, to the police station to report the cases, no one is able to assist them. They give up hope. So you have a community whereby women, they are in pain, but they have no one who can be able to assist them because 
the police officers cannot sign. So it's a it's 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 a it's a huge challenge because um you can imagine they 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 they, they most of them they don't even have jobs. Um, they don't. Um, they they don't even know how to write a a letter, application letter, and they don't know how to communicate in English. Um, when you write, when they write, what we observe is that when they write in English, um, you would they um um you you'll find that that okay. I'm sorry. I'm being a bit. <laughs> Okay. Uh-huh. What happens is that you'll notice that um, when they are writing, their writing can be compared to a child who is in grade three, okay. and you find out that that person already they are in university, and they are teachers. They are already teachers, or maybe they are qualified, but they cannot express themselves in writing in terms of English. So those are the challenges that we have identified. There's so many things. There are so many challenges. Like for instance, you, I, I think you saw even our president in the sauna. Um, is he spoke about the fact that um, you know they have officialized the twelfth uh, sun language as a twelfth language, mm. but they are not coming up with the plan on how are they going to address the issues that are affecting the the deaf community. Uh... Yes. Because you can say that mm-hmm. sign language, sign language is a, it has been officialized, but what is the plan? Are you going to have the sign language interpreters in the hospitals? Are you going to have the sign language interpreters in the courts, um, in the police system? Mm. Yeah. Okay, so let's talk then, you know, about what can be done by those who are not perhaps in you know a space where we can change legislation but you can use your words you can use journalism you can write and you can use technology so let's talk about some of the work that you've been doing to amplify uh, the needs of the deaf community the work that we have done as i said it will be mostly in coverage um giving them you know um coverage uh, because you know, as journalists, that you know the people who cannot speak for themselves, we are there. I'm not saying that they don't have a voice, because I remember one of my colleagues, um, who's deaf, said, "No, Vicky, I have a voice." You know, so we are making sure that wherever they are being made, wherever they are unable to reach, we are assisting them to to reach there. Um, so that's what we've been doing as as journalists, and what we are also doing, our team. I think you you realize that our team, we have a teacher. Um, an English teacher. So she'll be offering them, you know, skills, language skills, like how to express themselves in English, you know, how they can write and all that. And uh, we also have a sign language interpreter who who is focusing on counseling them, counseling the women who are HIV positive and the men as well. And we also have an economist as well who assesses the challenges that they are, they are facing and um, coming up with solutions mm. uh, on how we can address these um, um, like the challenges that they are encountering. Um, and the use of technology in this uh, publication of yours. Vicky? Yes, I'm listening. I'm saying, how, how have you um, brought in the use of technology in your publication? What we, are, what we have done is that we have your WhatsApp channel, um, because we have realized that most of the deaf people, they utilize WhatsApp. So we transmit the news through WhatsApp channel and also on digital. Um, why we are doing that is because you will realize that with the mainstream media, 
um, that, I mean, like you have to subscribe in order for you to access news. So the deaf people, most of them, they are, you know, they are grand recipients. So they cannot afford to subscribe or maybe to buy a newspaper. So the amount of money that they will have to use to buy a newspaper is the money that they can use to buy bread. So we are making sure that they can access news through WhatsApp uh, channel and also, um, you know, social media and also, um, you know, our website. Okay, fantastic. We've got some callers on the line who'd like to pose some questions to you as we speak to journalist, publisher and editor-in-chief Vicky Abram uh, a little bit about uh, the work that uh, Vicky and her team have been doing to f- investigate the challenges of the deaf community. You can call in on 0861-987-000. Stevens in Pretoria. Hi, and Steve. Uh, good afternoon, Pavi. Uh, mm. Just want to ask Vicky, um, because we do have got a minister of uh, people with, with uh, a physical, a physical challenge. Do the deaf people also fall in that category? And if, is there anybody that is actually representing them when they are actually communicating what, what their challenges are, that understands sign language? Or in the future, is there a possibility that we might have a representative in parliament that is totally for, 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 for the deaf people? I'm just saying this because now there's a campaign of voting and all those other. Do they also include them when they're actually campaigning and how do they actually communicate with them? Well, there we go. Vicky? Yes, I didn't hear him clearly. So, Stephen, the question is about the department. Does the department cover, um, you know, all differently abled or disabled people, including deaf people? And then the second part of your question was about communicating messages to them. Okay, so he wants to know whether, I mean, like, do we cover, or he's talking about government, whether do they have, um, I didn't hear that very clearly, Pabi. Yeah, I wish, uh, I wish I had him back so that he could clarify. So maybe uh, you can answer both. Okay, um, what I know is that in Parliament, we do have a, um, a minister. I think that I just, I'm just speaking because I heard from, you know, one of the, the, the there is a minister who's deaf, actually, and, uh, who attends to the issues of uh, deaf people. So I don't know whether I'm answering what he's saying, but in terms of us as a publication, we do have a sign language interpreter um, who addresses the issues of people who are deaf. And we don't only focus on the issues of deaf people. We also focus on issues of people with different disabilities. Mm. I think you will notice that we also have a, a blind DJ, um, you know, um, that we have given him coverage on who would, you know, who can... Um, who says that, you know, when he was a kid, he could ride a bike and who could, you know, um, you know, he could play soccer. Right now he can take selfies of himself and then post them on social media. And those are the, we are not focusing on only on the deaf community, but 60% of the people that we attend to is the deaf community and 35% people with different um, disabilities and 5% it's you and I as the hearing community. Thank you very much, Steve, and uh, thank you, Vicky, for for that uh, answer as well. You know, I was at the theatre the other day, Vicky, um, and I sometimes I'm on television, and of course I'm on radio at the at, at sometimes as well. And um, this lady came up to me, and she reminded me of how we work together on television, 
And she was really sad because she couldn't connect with me because now I'm on the radio. And as a member of the deaf community, obviously, this is a medium completely lost to her. And we had a small giggle about that. And, uh, you know, she told me about uh, some of the stuff that she's been doing on on deaf TV, etc. and so forth, which is how we had find it kind of connected. And so I thought it's really interesting because there are these these spaces that uh, exist, like the radio, where we're talking about the deaf community, but who are we actually talking to? So let's talk about being an ally to the deaf community, right? Who I imagine, you know, those who are listening and you and I are, and how we can get hold of the diary series of deaf people to amplify um, some of the work that you're doing and to connect with our deaf counterparts. Okay. Okay, Bobby, you spoke about, you know, access. How can the deaf community be able to access news on radio? What we have done previously, um, we did some, um, we're doing PR as well for one of the the, 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 um, deaf community NPO. What we have done would organize interviews for them on radio, but what we'll make sure is that there's, there's a sign language interpreter who can interpret for them. So whatever that we are communicating about right now, we are going to transcribe it and make sure that um, the deaf community, they have access to it. And that's the, that's why we also have a podcast as well um, to cater as well for the blind people to say that um, because they cannot read. So what we have to make, we make sure that everybody is included. Um, yeah, so we'll make sure that we, we, we transcribe it for them so they're able to, 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 to access it. Um, yeah. Fantastic. So how do we find it? Um, you can go to our website. It's www.thedevdiary.com. Perfect. Thank you very much. Vicky Abram talking to us a little bit about some of the work that she does with the deaf community and the diary series of deaf people. You've been listening to a Power 98.7 podcast. For more podcasts, visit power987.co.za or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.